Well, I found one thing. I found something I can agree with Ralphie Northam on. No more vehicle inspections. I'm all in, baby. And what is the ultimate Christmas gift? And coming up, Santa, liberal or conservative? The annual debate dead ahead. The Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this final Friday before Christmas. Got a lot going on this afternoon. We're going to have some fun movie trivia. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. If you can answer the question when we play a clip, if you can tell us what movie it is, you can win a prize. But right now, do you know what the ultimate gift is or means? Could it be? Already? It is here. Waiting was hard. The excitement was too great. Oh, the buildup. The shopping is done. The gifts wrapped. It is here. Christmas Day. Oh, glorious, wonderful Christmas. Run, he thought. I must hurry. What could be there? What will be wrapped under the tree? Will it be a new bike? The game he asked for. His football or a baseball bat and glove. Is this the year? Is this the year perhaps the ultimate gift? The gift he didn't even think to ask for. He rounded the corner. And there it was. Christmas had come. It was just how he imagined. Exactly. The lights were on. Fireplace was lit. Stockings stuffed full. The gifts. The tree couldn't cover them. They were stacked everywhere. Surely this is the year of the ultimate gift. He ripped. He tore. Went through one gift to another. And to another, he got the bat, the glove, the bike, and so much more. He opened them all. Christmas has come. But wait, is it over? He searched and searched. The presents were all opened. Christmas was over. But something is missing. Is there, is there an ultimate gift he is missing? Maybe. Maybe Christmas is something more. Something more than just trees, garland, and lights. More than gifts, toys, and food. More than rushing, shopping, and buying. What if it's not the bigger box or the more expensive toy or the excitement of something new? Perhaps, perhaps the gift that doesn't come under a tree or even a wrap gift at all. No amount of toys or wrap boxes made a difference. It wasn't something that all the toys in the world could fill. The elusive ultimate gift must be, it must be a gift that he didn't know he wanted. It was then he noticed the star, the star on top of the tree. It was the star It points the way, the way to the ultimate gift. A gift not under a tree, 
but in a manger, a gift for mankind, God incarnate. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, the ultimate gift to mankind. The giddy joy of Christmas should not end at adulthood. May you run down Christmas morning and open the ultimate gift the world has ever received. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> the ultimate Christmas gift. That is uh, annual. We do that every single year right here. This is December 20th. We're live outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. Glad you're with us. Our phone lines are open. 454-1366. 454-1366. All right. It is uh, movie trivia for the next couple hours. We have um, gifts. Gifts for you, our favorite Lee Brother fans. Uh, there's uh, three books on the table here, uh, Reasons to Vote for Democrats, uh, Education Myths, which is phenomenal, and uh, Decision Points about George W. Bush. Actually, hold in my hand the Bill of Rights. You can see it on our Facebook page live. I'm holding that. So you can uh, win that. The uh, Reasons to Vote for Democrats is a, <laughs> it's a very easy read. I, I went through it this afternoon. Uh, actually, I read the entire book this afternoon. It was less than... 30 seconds, actually. No, it's a, it yeah, took longer than that. A little bit of a parody of a book, but you'll find it pleasurable it's nonetheless. It's a book. It's a book. It's, it's a hey, real look, book. I'm holding it up right here. This is the book. Reasons to vote for Democrats. If you know your Christmas movie trivia, like I know you should, and a Dave Ramsey book, by the way, The Total Money Makeover is on our desk. If you are very good at movie trivia, 454-1366, about Christmas movies now, uh, then uh, challenge the Lee brothers and we'll uh, we'll put you to that test. Coming up at 5, um, Ebenezer Scrooge, Meister Burger, Burgermeister, they're all liberals. They're all liberals. And we'll tell you how that is at 5, as well as the um, the the uh, ultimate Christmas gift. We'll play that for you again. And coming up uh, later in the hour, Ralph Northam wants to eliminate the vehicle inspections. And I am a huge fan of that. I guess I can, like, one thing Northam does, and that would be it. And Richard and I are going to argue that coming up in the show. But first, there's a debate that, before you and I debate that, Richard, there's another debate. It's about there's always a there's debate. There's always a debate. Always a debate. But every year we hear from people who, um, you know, meet Santa somewhere and end up coming back to the Lee Brothers and saying, you know what, I met Santa and I'm not sure that he's the conservative. I think he might be a liberal or someone might come to us and go, you know what, this guy's far from a liberal. He's definitely a conservative. So this debate has been going on for years. You and I have talked about this since we were kids. You know, if you're going to let a guy sneak into your home and, and give gifts, um, sometimes his political persuasion matters. And sometimes it doesn't. I mean, if he's giving gifts, sometimes people don't really care if he's a liberal or, or, or a conservative. But I, I wondered this. I've always wanted to know, is Santa a liberal or conservative? So Richard, well, it doesn't take anything and. You know, he does. It's not like he comes in and exchanges. Well, that's true. I mean? Well, that you're saying that's evidence that he's a conservative, mm-hmm. right? So we begin to lay out who we know Santa is. I mean, and if you think about it, Santa's an entrepreneur. He took his own risk, his own yeah. money, 
He and built a big factory business away from where he might have to pay hellacious taxes. There doesn't seem to be it's a government in the, in the North Pole. Invisible factory where the IRS would never find him anyway. Right. He hires a bunch of short people. I don't know how. I don't know. Well, how they're called elves. That. They're elves. You can use the word elves. 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 That's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who else hires elves? Anyone else yeah, out right. there hire an elf? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. They don't have a hire an elf to, you know, put windows in. Window washer elf? No, you wouldn't. Make of toys. Now that makes sense. He hires them all. Right. So thousands so, of them. So this debate has begun about what would a liberal Santa look like versus a conservative Santa and. Richard, I've have come to the conclusion that if it was a liberal Santa, there'd be evidence. He'd leave a bill. He would. <laughs> well, he'd also. I, he'd put the he things would. under the tree, and on the last package, he put a thumbtack bill right there. I think it'd be worse than that. I think he, not only would he give you a bill, but he would have to know your income. He would want to know how much you deserve, and if you should be. You probably things. have your drawers rummaged through, so he could find some tax records or something. Something. You know, maybe he would take your computer, but but he only would keep it a week so he could rummage through it and find your records. But but Santa would want to know what your income is so that he can decide absolutely. which worthy. You know, because to the left, are you worthy? Yeah, to the left, if you're <laughs> rich, you get nothing. In fact, you ought to be taxed more. In fact, if, if Santa were a liberal, he would come into the house, realize that you're the top ten percent. As the debate ensued last night, when when Peter Jug went, when Pete. Um, but what in the jig. world is that? That's a that's a uh, your phone that you've not prepared for the show. My anyway. phone I turned off. Um, How dare you telephone? Like Pete Buttigieg said last night, if you're top ten percent, you're lucky. That's how Santa would be if he was a liberal. He'd come down there and go, "You look, you're part of the top ten percent of wager. You're going to be things taken from you. You think you have things left under the tree? They would be missing with a note saying you're the top ten percent. It's time to pay your fair share." But that Santa would be... wouldn't skip any houses, right? Well, liberal or conservative, he wouldn't skip them. That's true. You know, if they're liberal, they are his, how you say, brethren. They're his brothers, sure. so to speak. All right, what do you think? 454-1366. Santa, liberal or conservative, and how good are you at Christmas movies? Give us a shot for a free gift from the Lee Brothers. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. It's my favorite time of year. No, it truly is. Mannheim Steamroller Christmas, the Lee Brothers. Bah humbug. Exactly. There's the difference, exactly. Richard Lee and Scott Lee. You can People see the get mean this time and of year. You're the one who said, yourself. I'm you're not such mean. A mean. I'm completely compassionate, caring, and loving. Really? 24-7. Then give me what you have in your wallet. I already did. I exactly. I want you the most unbelievable Christmas gift just a few minutes ago. You should be grateful. I, right. I am grateful. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate it. 454-1366. Mm-hmm. I want to drive your car. <laughs> Santa, liberal or conservative? That's the... The big debate, Richard and I, and also uh, movie trivia, Christmas movie trivia. How good are you at your Christmas movies? Do you think you're good? Call in, and you can uh, win a free gift from the Lee Brothers this Christmas. The books, uh, the Bill of Rights, I actually have a uh, the real deal here in my hand that you can uh, you can get that as well. Four five four thirteen sixty six. We're talking about Santa. Santa is a 
Santa is a uh, is an entrepreneur, a risk taker, someone who decided to go place and create something exactly. at, with his own money, create his own business, and took his own goods, the things that he made, and gave them away. If Santa were a liberal, he would go somewhere else, take them from someone, then give them out, and claim full responsibility and say, see how caring I am. That is a liberal. Conservatives never do that. They give away their own stuff they work hard for, even though Santa's wearing a red coat. Santa for sure is a conservative, entrepreneur, risk-taker, and a great American. Not only that, he takes a loss on everything he does. Everything he does. Incredibly good point. He also provides health care to his elves, which is amazing. He takes care of the uh, the reindeer. He only eats one every other year. So He eats know, a reindeer? I think he does. It's venison for I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I could conserve There's plenty of venison. other deer around well, other than reindeer. Well, he doesn't eat those deer. That's Donner and, and What if he eats Blitzen. one that could possibly be a flyer? Well, I think he they're all flyers. Know. Aren't, isn't his magic? Do all up? reindeer fly? That's a... Four, five, four, is 13, that like, Is that like bird <laughs> hunting? Answer, answer to that well, one. If he's going to eat Quit a reindeer, does he have to shoot the thing out of the sky? No, that's like a, that's an interesting change of shooting deer. Yeah, right. absolutely. John, uh, in North Chesterfield, you're on AMA 20, WNTW, and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Happy Christmas, gentlemen. Happy Christmas. Uh, yes, uh, my dad started that when he was in England in, in 44. That's what the old English would say would be happy Christmas. And he said it from that time on, from when he came home. And to remember him at this time of year, mm. I say it too. God bless you. And, yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. Uh, so, hey, uh, I like the idea of, of, of Santa being that conservative. And you, you were hitting on all the right chords with if he was a liberal, he would be taking from he would take responsibility for giving gifts to other people that somebody else had to pay for (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) he wouldn't just take the cookies and the milk he would take the plate in the glass too I think he'd be he'd be more like the Grinch uh, in the first part of the of of the of the story (laughs) right exactly before his heart grew Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thanks, John. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Merry yeah, Christmas, Merry Christmas you. John, to you and yours. God bless you. So, God bless you guys. Thank you, sir. God bless you. So, so John's right. I mean, if if there's no more larger compassionate liberal than those who take from someone else and we then didn't stand ask there, John, to play the game. Well, I don't know that he wanted to. Well, he might have. Uh, he could have. The movie trivia game is what Richard's talking about. If you're smart on Christmas movies, four five four thirteen sixty six, if you not. can identify the it movie, doesn't matter. We got you can play. It. Play if you're even if you're dumb on it. Oh, I get, yeah. You got to have confidence that you know your Christmas movies to call a radio show if you're and like try to win Scott, a gift. Have no clue. <laughs> call us. That's not true. You didn't know four a five four thirteen six. I got them all no, you right. Yes, I no, did. You didn't. You want to do I one? couldn't remember the name Here, of one of them, and then I'll, it came to me. I'm going to put one out there and let you see if you remember. It this came is the one to me. A Christmas no, ghost. This is the one you didn't know. You ready? I'm okay. going to play for you. Again. Here it is. Caribou. You did not know this one. Four, five, four, thirteen. What the three, heck was that? What you thought you knew your Christmas That's movie? That's not a Christmas movie. Oh you gosh. cut it off early. No, it's not. I'll play the whole thing. Here we go. Caribou. There can be no. That's it. It's the only clip. That's how much we got. Sorry. How good are you? Well, that sounds like Grinch, the Grinch. 
Uh, well, you're dead wrong. Four five four thirteen six. This is this is the hardest one, by the way, in the whole ah, thing. I will tell you, you I'm got, dead you, wrong. There were there were probably ten total clips. This is the only one you didn't get. I must admit, this is a very hard one. So even though you didn't get it, I'm going to be gentle and compassionate and kind towards you since it's Christmas. But uh, if you know your Christmas movies, tell me the answer in the you, next break. You will not uh, you will not have a problem with this if you know your Christmas movie. I'll play it one more time. Here it is. Terrible. <laughs> Why is everyone? Why is everyone looking at me like I'm crazy? This is a Christmas movie, I promise you. All right, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Scott Lee and Richard Lee, if it weren't so scary, it'd be funny. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs right here. Crank it up, a little hot cocoa with some Kahlua in it, and you just crank up this stuff right here. That's Christmas, baby. Just saying. Yeah. 454-1366. Movie trivia. Christmas movie trivia wins you a free gift if you get the answer right. You've got that uh, for the next hour and a half with the Lee brothers. And coming up, the debate last night. We got some unbelievable clips of that that will just blow your mind. But first, Santa. Let's just wrap this thing up real quick. I don't think there's any doubt uh, that Santa, if he were a liberal, he'd be grouchy. He would be complaining. He'd be complaining about someone being racist that's not accurate about how America sucks and and how the rich are stealing everybody. And that's essentially what the debate was last night. Could you imagine a liberal Santa being happy? Are liberals even comfortable and, and happy during this time of year? Santa would want to be impeaching Rudolph or somebody <laughs> just to give him something to do. That's actually pretty good. That's excellent. Santa wouldn't know what to do. So there, there are those who would try to liberals use. Liberals are just angry. They're not happy. They're not happy people. I just don't know how you get through Christmas. I mean, listen, everywhere you drive, you probably see some remembrance to the birth of Christ, which would drive them crazy anyway. So that's very difficult. I actually feel bad for liberals this time of year. Maybe dropping gifts from the sleigh on on little Christmas decorations. The other thing that's interesting about Santa is he does have a moral code. There's right and wrong. Without question. And conservatives are typically that way. You know, there's right and wrong. And, and liberals are like, there's not even men's and women's bathrooms, let alone right and wrong. I mean, right. they, they can't figure that one out. So you have um, you have Santa who has a moral code, which also would indicate a very conservative mindset. And uh, I, for one, if, if this guy's going to sneak into my house, I'm glad he's a conservative and only concerned about giving things other than taking them. Are you saying you're okay with Conservative sneaking into your house? No, I'm okay with Santa sneaking. Because the house. last time I did that, it, it didn't go problems. over so well. Uh, we didn't know it was you. If you would uh, announce yourself, it would have been a little different. Instead, you decided to wreak havoc, and it ended up with a couple holes in the wall. But that's, I didn't wreak any havoc. I just cooked your steaks on the grill. And <laughs> yeah, but that's we drank that's your adult overall. beverages and moved on. Uh, good point. All right, coming up, the debate last night. Talk about Scrooges and Grinches. You won't believe some of those comments. We got that for you dead ahead. We are two Santas wishing you a Merry Christmas. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Like Patrick Henry, preferring freedom to a false promise of utopia, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Do you know your Christmas movies? Are you afraid to take a challenge? Take the test. 
Take the mighty test. Just after 432 outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left, and an expert on Christmas movies, as <laughs> is, he will tell you. Is Richard Lee. All right, we do have uh, movie trivia going on the this, this show. It's final show before Christmas. With prizes, actually. With prizes, lots of prizes, books, uh, the Bill of Rights actually wrapped up in a nice little... Uh, package for you all at 454-1366 if you know your christmas movies we'll challenge you if you get it right you get a gift right here from wntw 92.7 fm and from the lee brothers quite honestly we're huge fans of giving gifts that we don't steal from someone else for you like the debate last night and the democrats actually we went around to see if we could get some prizes off of front porches but all we got is weird stuff so we had to go and chased and change things. We got yeah, we did around. chase a couple times. several times. Yeah, good thing you were. If in the you car. see a view of us <laughs> on a camera, it's not us. No, Trust me. No, it's we're good. somebody else that looks like us coming up on your porch. So I took some arrows for you last night. I arrows. Sat, I sat there and watched the entire debate uh, on Christmas. Talk about putting you out of the Christmas mood. Here's a group of people who stand on the stage and tell you America sucks. Your neighbor sucks. Your neighbor's racist. Trump's racist. Uh, the world's going to hell, We and uh, Trump's mean and nasty. And, uh, by the way, did I tell you the country's racist? If not, I've got proof of it. And See, not only racist, but transphobic. Yeah, these are things we, we all knew. all that. No, you didn't have to tell us. We knew the country sucked. Thanks for reminding us. Could you imagine being people like that on Christmas? And talk about being in the worst mood. After the debate, I just want to like, hang myself. I mean, forget Christmas is five days away. I watched the Democratic debate last night, and I want to shoot myself in the head with the ammo I got in I'm my I'm really box. sorry, I'll didn't leave that rope over there for you. <laughs> exactly. Completely forgot. All right, so we pulled uh, we pulled a couple of clips from the sh- from the uh, debate last night. This one, this one was the most amazing, in my opinion. This is a a conversation between Pete Buttigieg and Elizabeth Warren about college loans. Now, the question to Pete Buttigieg, I like to call him, is. Do you like Elizabeth Warren's plan that pays for kids' college, even for rich people? That's the question. Here's Pete's answer. I do think that if you're in that lucky top 10%. All right, hang on a second. Should we stop it even there? Lucky. You're such a lucky little dude. Mm, I want to be. It's like the lottery. You just got lucky. I want to be in that lucky top 10. Have you ever met? Somebody who's in the top 10% that you would classify as lucky, Richard, have you ever? No, uh, you know, typically they work their butts off. How you say fingers to the bone. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Everybody who's in the top 10% has earned it. Luck, (laughs) luck. This is how the left thinks. If you think the wealthy are lucky, you will have a different view of the wealthy. Trust me. If you think like the Lee brothers did when we grew up in our household that wealth came from hard work, you're going to have a different view of the wealthy. See, my view is never those evil rich people. I've always had a view is how can I get there? Let me go ask them questions. Let me go work for them. Let me let me find out what they know because I know they've had sleepless nights, concerns, worked hard. But we have Pete starting out by saying, eh, you're the lucky 10%. Now, he tries to recover here. Listen, I do think that if you're in that lucky top 10 percent, I still wish you well. Oh, thank you, Pete. Oh, oh yeah. you're 
How, how what, benevolent what dictator. What incredible guy. He should be president or something. <laughs> exactly. That's like Barack Obama saying, eh, you didn't build that business. Exactly. You benevolent dictator, Pete. How nice of you. Oh, the 10%. Yeah, they're lucky. Oh, don't, I don't, I still want good for you, but hang on. What do you think he's going to say next? Yep. I, I still wish you well. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I, I just want you to go ahead and pay your own tuition. Deal with that. But if you're in that top 10%, I think you're going to be, for the most part, okay. And there is a very real choice on where every one of these tax dollars goes. Isn't that a nice start? I'm so glad he thinks that people should pay their own. <laughs> we're going to be okay. Yeah. For the most part, okay, is yeah, what he said. Part. For the most part. And then he says, wet tax dollars we get from those evil wealthy people. There's a choice on what to do with it. What's the choice, Pete? What are you going to do? Here's what he says. So I very much agree with Senator Warren on raising more tax revenue from millionaires and billionaires. I'm sure you do. He very much agrees with raising the money from those taxes, evil millionaires and billionaires. But what's the other point, Pete? I just don't agree on the part about spending it on millionaires and billionaires when it comes to their college tuition. Look. Isn't that great? I just don't believe. I believe the billionaires ought to give their money, but at the same time they give their money, they should still pay for their kids' college. He's essentially saying don't take money from this billionaire and give it to that billionaire. No, that's what he's saying. He's saying take it from the billionaire and then let the billionaire pay for their own kids while the billionaire pays for others. Yet, Elizabeth Warren's answer this will be, listen to what she says. Look, the mayor wants billionaires to pay one tuition for their own kids. I want a billionaire to pay enough to cover tuition for all of our kids. Wow, that's phenomenal. One billionaire, one billionaire to pay for tuition of all the kids. Boy, now, what a benevolent. That would certainly be unlucky <laughs> exactly. to be that billionaire, wouldn't it? Wow. You believe there's a pres- there's someone running for the president of the United States who believes that someone ought to pay the college tuition for everyone else? So they ring the doorbell and they say, I understand you're a billionaire. You're the unlucky people. And they slam the door in their face. This to Don't me, let them in. The, to me, this is the most arrogant of tyrannical viewpoints that you can have on a stage. And yet most people there cheered it. No, I think the billionaire ought to pay for everyone, not just themselves. Listen to her, and listen to how she ends this. I want a billionaire to pay enough to cover tuition for all of our kids, because that's how we build a future. Oh, it is. I must have missed the American founding somehow. That's how we build a future, by having someone else pay for our kids' college. Did I just miss an opportunity to clap? Yeah. Oh. Can you believe it? Is anyone else appalled by 454-1366? You have your Christmas movie trivia. You want to participate, we'll give you a free gift. Or you want to comment on how whacked the entire left party is to actually think this is what made America great. It isn't. We got to this point with everyone paying their own college tuition. We did. And all of a sudden, Elizabeth Warren thinks that's not okay anymore? Maybe everyone on the left should just... You know, say they're partially an American Indian <laughs> and everything would be okay. She seems to be doing fine as a point zero 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 seven percent Whatever it is, right. Native American, yeah. I find the most tyrannical of conversations to be, be, to be packaged with a little bow under the guides of compassion. 
Elizabeth Warren has promised that she likes you so much that she will use the power of a tyrannical government to get other people's money and then package it in such a way that you can be a friend of liberty. Really? It seems insane. All right. Well, that's not the only one. Tom Steyer. His name's Tom, right? Is it Tom Steyer? Yes, Tom. Listen to how Tom paints the enemy. Now, who's the enemy? It's Donald Trump, which they impeached, which is laughable because now the impeachments are. um, Do you see some of the comments, by, by the way? from the left on on social media about impeachment, they actually thought, people on the left actually thought that Trump was done, that he couldn't run for office again, that it was over. They were cheering this until, I guess, they realized that there's this process. But to the left, they must have forgot Bill Clinton. It's, it's unbelievable. But that's how the left despises Trump so bad that even the word impeachment to them means he's gone, which isn't accurate. You know where they get this hate? From guys like Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer is a billionaire. He stands on the stage as one of those lucky people, according to Pete Buttigieg. He's incredibly lucky, Tom Steyer. Listen to how he paints Trump. Now, remember, if your enemy is not just wrong on the issues, but he's evil and racist, then no matter what you do to stop him is perfectly fine, including impeachment for no reason and anything else. Listen to how Tom describes Trump. I think it's important to note that this president is not against immigration. He's against immigration by non-white people. Wow. Let's stop there for a second. He's against immigration of everyone who's white, but only non-white people he's against. That is pretty much... A threat. I mean, you're 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 gonna. If I was being told that I was a racist like that, I'd have a problem with this guy. I'd want to meet him out in the alley and says, "Is Trump really? When did he say only white people can immigrate here? He never did." The Talk- one thing he did say, so he wanted to have them migrate here the way they're supposed to, so they can determine whether or not this person is going to add value to our society. That's not a white or if black someone, issue. No, it's not. It's a person issue. If someone comes in and they're a drag of society, you know, they're... We should know it. They come in and they say, hey, we're here to knock off some liquor stores. Have a good time. You send them back. Regardless you know, of the color of their skin. say, hey, I'm a nuclear physicist. Listen Listen how the rest of Tom describes Trump. Yes. This is his attempt to divide us, as Senator Sanders said, on race. And that's what he's been doing since the very first day he started running for president. Listen to this. He's been vilifying non-white people. <laughs> he's been trying to inflame his base and scare them that if, in fact, white people lose control of this country that they're going to lose control of their lives. It's the most absurd statement I have ever heard. How would white people lose control of this country? Not saying white people are in control of this country because there's a very diverse crowd up in D.C. I mean, you've got, uh, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to go in and chop off the heads of all the white people? Put them on a stake out in front around the Capitol. I mean, what, how? Like three years ago, we had a black president. And Tom Steyer exactly, sat up there and goes, exactly. run by white people? It's just preposterous. So he continues. As he gets worse, 
And as somebody who lives in a majority minority state, which is California. By the way, that makes no sense. That whole ter- listen to that terminology again. What is that terminology? In a majority minority state, which that is, is no that, that's majority minority. minority. Doesn't that make the minority a majority? You just say a majority. The left is magical with words. That is the most absurd statement I've ever heard in my life. All right, sorry. In a majority minority state, which is California, what he's doing is so wrong on so many different levels. We have to go back to the idea that every American is worth being a full human being on every right. This oh, is a so race- we could be partial human beings. I, I must be a partial human being. He's so I lost wrong. something along the way. There's something going on in America that we're not aware of. This is what I'm talking about. The Democrats paint a picture of America doesn't exist and a picture of Trump that doesn't exist. This is a racial argument by a racist president wow. who's trying to divide us and who's vilifying people. It's absolutely wrong, and it's led him to break the laws of humanity in our name. Thank you, Mr. Sire. The laws of humanity. I missed the breaking of the law of humanity in our name. I did, too. I'm telling you, to the left, Trump is evil like this, and you have to defeat evil. You see where this goes? It's crazy. You can tell by his hair he's evil. (laughs) All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. On this movie trivia Christmas Day, uh, the 20th of December, the Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Traffic and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 traffic brought to you by the drive home with Bill Murphy Monday through Thursday, 4 to 6 p.m. Right here on AMA 20 WNTW and FM 92.7. Currently traffic flowing through the I-94, I-90, I-95, I-64 interchange. I'll get it right in a second. It's uh, incredibly slow on the northbound side. It's picking up pretty good by the time it gets down by Boulevard, but right now they're just crawling. Southbound side, flowing smooth. We don't have any local traffic due to a computer glitch somewhere in the city. We can't pick anything up. Now here's your weekend forecast. Tonight, clear skies, lows in the 20s. Tomorrow, clear, high of 44. Sunday, clear skies, high of 43. Tonight, tomorrow night, meteor showers. Currently, it's 43 degrees in Mechanicsville. 44 degrees at AM 820 WNTW and FM 92.7. It's our version of pop culture without being hip or even cool. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. I agree with Ralph Northam. I I find this hard to believe, by the way. But there's one thing. I don't. All right, 454-1366. 454-1366. You want to participate in Christmas movie trivia? We have gifts for you if you can guess the correct nice gift movie. There are great gifts. Four books, uh, Bill of Rights, and um, Lee Brothers honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. All that stuff at four five four thirteen sixty six for you. And every book winner Christmas. gets a bumper sticker. Hey, hey, about the, oh, we're gonna throw that in. Yes, that's even a bigger incentive. And Scott will come in spring and cut your grass. <laughs> that's not. It's not. He funny. sucks at it, but it's he'll not, do it's not it even anyway. Funny. Well, that's how you stop. It's it. easy fix after he leaves. Believe me, I've done it. So Ralph Northam proposed a two-year state budget with big tax increases. Shock me. 
on uh, tobacco products and motor vehicle fuel. Tobacco products didn't bother Scott at all. Motor vehicle fuel did. No, I'm against the tobacco taxes, too, because it's just a liberal funding mechanism. Are you going to start smoking? No, it has nothing to do with it. It's a principle. It's the principle of the thing. It is, completely. You know that. I thought I'd start smoking. However, deeply inside this two-year so state I could budget. complain. <laughs> and be, and be is justified that, is that the way in to my do it complaint. Is? Yeah. yeah, that's a yeah, good idea, he, Richard. I want you to start smoking. Tax, you start smoking, and then you're justified when you start complaining about it. Simple as that. Why can't you complain about yeah. it without it? I don't can follow your law. Of course you can complain about it. Just because it's not impacting me, well, I can see this wrong. Well, then people think you're a smoker when you're really not. Just become a smoker. Go complain about that. Okay. I'm a driver. You think I'm not going to complain about the gas tax? No kidding. That's that's a problem. You think I'm not going to complain about not having to have my car? They take your car once a year, and they crawl up its butt, and they check it out. You know, so many people are going to be so excited about not having to have their car inspected. You're, well, going, that, to be, you're going to be sitting at a stoplight when someone comes up and knocks you out in the middle of the whatever. intersection. That's crap. And a tractor trailer is going to run over the front of your car. Not true, by the way. Squish it like a so, bug so what under their foot. Because, because, because no one inspected that car and found out he was running bald tires. So what you're referring to... I mean to, bald tires. You're referring to... No dread. Ralph Northam ending the annual vehicle inspection. You know, it'd be really funny is you... You get out of your car, you're not hurt, it's all squished. You walk back to the car that hit you, and lo and behold, it's Ralph Northam. Richard, there are 34 states who do not have a vehicle inspection in their in their state. How are these states? Look at their accident statistics. Uh-huh, and you'll see that's I'm irrelevant. I'm predict you're with wrong. my powerful You're wrong mind on that, by the way. That they have more accidents. This is the most worthless thing that can ever happen to a citizen of any state. One, I have to admit, when my car fails, I'm like... Well, exactly. Well, why in the hell am it, I even getting con. this thing inspected? You it's, take it in, but, they find something wrong with it every single time. Now, let me just ask you They don't you want question. to find something wrong with it every single time. My car passed in flying colors last time. So you're forced by the government to take your car in to get that done. And you think that does what? Makes us safer, right? That's your It premise. makes my car safer because they check the brakes. Right. So why? They check the tires. They check all kinds of things. I know where they check. They do it once a year. Once a year. Yep. You think you think once a year inspections, my brother, Richard, if you think it's so important to make sure cars are inspected on the road once a year, then you should have it checked once a month. Don't you think the government should mandate that people check their car once a month? We could have someone running out there without lights or something, Richard. The insanity of it. I want government to make sure we're not inspected once a year, but once a month. I'm okay with that. Thank you for making my point. Inspection. What? Yeah, <laughs> I think we should do it daily. You're going out in your oh, car. There you go. There you go. You're making my point. Pop an me. inspection sticker. Do uh, station. Do it with a drive-through where you just ride through I this am, little track. Let me tell you something. And lasers come out and inspect your car, and they're blowing dirt off while you're doing it. Yeah, that's that's perfect. This is the biggest con foisted upon mankind's a vehicle inspection. Biggest con foisted upon mankind. People are responsible for their vehicles. The history of today. 
Today, without the vehicle inspection in other states, you are responsible for the, for the operation of your vehicle. If it causes harm to someone, you're responsible for it. There's, that does not change. By ending the vehicle inspection in the Commonwealth of Virginia, one, it's, it's better for us, all of us, but you're still held accountable for, the, for, your, for your vehicle's um, condition. You, you know what no they're going to do? You watch. They're, what they're going to do is raise the fines on people who operate a motor vehicle. Well, that's not in the budget. Bald. Uh, you not, wa- watch. Not, I'm okay. just saying, well, watch they might. me. They might. If you're driving a car with bad brakes, they're going to break it off in you when they stop you with that. <laughs> okay. If you're driving so you're on a my, car you're on that's a little loud and the muffler's going blah, 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 they're going to break it off in you again. So you agree with me? You're okay with any of the vehicle inspections? You're okay with it? You like it? You like Ralph Northern's idea? I have no control over what Wreck-It Ralph does, okay? I, well, you do I. But I, I can think, agree with something he does, though. You know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. It is broke. It is absolutely broke. It's the worst thing ever. State inspections are a good thing. And why are they? Four five four thirteen sixty six. Play the game and give us your opinion. Yeah. Well, that's fine. And Uh, Scott will find out very quickly that I'm right. The people of Richmond are intelligent, and they agree with Richard. Nobody wants their car inspected. Here's where I err. Everybody wants their car inspected. They want it done for free. I err on the side of the citizen. What if it was to make their own decisions to to make themselves safe? And it happens in a lot of areas, not just cars. But we don't need the free. The car inspections are free. Well, so you force them. You force a mechanic to do it for free. I don't understand that. Yeah. That you makes want a lot to be a mechanic? Hey, <laughs> you're, you're going to inspect Richard, some cars for free, okay, big phenomenal. daddy. It's awesome. That's the way it works. Yep, I get you. I'm with you. That's the way it works. I think I won this debate without question. In the great question. state of Virginia. All right. That's fun winning. I just want to go on record as stating, even though it's you five days before Christmas. Lose, you shall 454 454 Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM at 820 WNTW. Hubba bubba. It changed the course of American history in 1776. We'll tell you about it. Nature Nazis admit the worst. You will not believe what they want to do. We'll share that with you this hour. And Meister Burger, Burger Meister, Ebenezer Scrooge, and Cousin Eddie, all liberals, will prove it this hour. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful 
Friday afternoon, and it is beautiful. It might be a bit chilly out there. If you finish your Christmas shopping, if you have, email in just the description of what you got for me. That's Why would they do that? It's a gift. And an address for me to pick it up. I'll come get it. <laughs> and don't forget, money is no object. Okay? That's fine, right? Cash? Many firearms as I can get. And, you know, you don't even have to go out and buy one if you got a gun in the house. Well, sure, just bring it over. You don't even have to wrap that bad boy. <laughs> Put it in an oil cloth. I'll come and get it. I won't fire it in your neighborhood. 454-1366. Speaking of Much, gifts. I might go outside of your neighborhood and fire it. Speaking of gifts, you can get one now. Lee Brothers are giving free gifts for the master of Christmas movie trivia. If you That's are right. if you are a master of Christmas movies and you know them by heart, uh, give us a challenge. Well, even if you're not, some of these are so obvious. Some, well, if you, if you don't get it, we'll give you the I'm, gift anyway. You know, <laughs> we're going to reach through the microphones and smack you. I mean, some of these are so easy to get. So we have four great books. We and have we'll give bill, hints. We have the Bill of Rights and the Lee Brothers, Honoré Lee Brother bumper sticker, all at 454-1366, 454-1366. That's right. But right now, do you know what the ultimate gift is or what it means? The ultimate gift coming up at uh, at the end of the hour, we'll share that with you. Phone lines are packed, I believe, 454-1366. Edison in North Chesterfield, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. How do you do, sir? How are you? I'm fine, sir. Enjoy your yeah. show thoroughly. It's uh, Thank you. one of the very few shows that you uh, you men have integrity, you uh, are upright, you uh, have a great sense of humor, and you uh, have a, a America at heart. And you know Thank this, you. Wait a minute. You know this Thank is the you, Lee sir. Brothers, right? Yes, sir, I okay, do. Good. I'm very well. I've been listening to y'all for a long time. And thank you for describing. I can also name those movies, too. I'm yeah. about to tell you something about inspections, sir. Time, sir. All right, well, go with the inspections first, then we'll give you the movie trivia test. And thank you for no, describing no, yeah, but, me I, I so didn't well. I to get a movie. Yes, sir. You know, uh, let's be honest uh, with me, okay? When I, when I was a young guy, I got out of the Marine Corps. I went in when I was 18. I got thank out when you. I was 22. I didn't have a lot of money. Thank you for your service. Car, was a 59. Sorry? I said thank you for your service. Well, I appreciate that, sir, because uh, they didn't know. Uh, they didn't thank us when we got back. Yeah, I'm sorry uh, about that. Anyway, uh, anyway, whoa, I wish you hadn't done that to me. Anyway, these inspections, I got out of service. I bought an old 59 Ford for 100 bucks. It was all I could do to buy the car. I didn't have no money. My head wasn't good on my shoulders. Uh, I took a lot of chances. I was riding around on ball tires. Uh, I, my brakes. One time, a buddy of mine said, "Leave it. I believe you need some brakes." <laughs> I said, "For really? yeah. And and you could hear the metal rubbing up against it. And I drove it around till I got paid. But you know, I had a, I took a lot of chances with that. But what hurt me real bad was I, I was dating a real pretty girl, and uh, back in a couple of months later, and uh, I got the car fixed and everything. And a guy ran into the back of us, and this guy had an inspection sticker in his window. But to come find out when the police start wrote him up a ticket, he had taken his sticker out of another car and, and put it on his window. <laughs> and he hadn't had nice. his car inspected for, 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 for years. And he had multiple charges, and uh, he, he caused some serious damage. And uh, later in life, when I was around 26, I became a, a, a student pilot. It was something I wanted to do. We just tested on 150s, 172s. That's awesome. We, get in, we do a thorough inspection. You don't want to get up there 3,000, 7,000 feet or whatever. And, and have a problem. Sudden, you got a problem. 
So no, no, you don't. It's preventive so, maintenance. You got some people out here that when you go in to get your car inspected, they'll say, "Well, you need this and need that." But you can you can look at a micrometer and see if they're accurate, if they're lying or what. But the thing about it is, is uh, I'm with the gentleman that says we need inspections because and there's that's you know, Richard, God by forbid, the way. there's a lot of men out here that don't know how to inspect something thoroughly, and there's also some ladies that can do it better than the men. So you should, you think but, you, I agree. So, so you're in favor of the car inspections? I got it. So sir, I'll tell you what, it's worth every penny of it because I'll tell you. You, unless you are so, are a thoroughly good mechanic and you check something, break, you can't tell how much pressure you've used. What about the thirty four? What about the thirty four other you, states who do not have it? What about them? Well, they, they, sir, I I don't know. Do they have rental cars, sir? Would you Would you get a rental car that didn't have a a, a, you know, a reputable company or had a good? Look, all, all I'm uh, saying is there are states who do not have this and they seem to be fine. There's a so massive what? accidents or not. Well, so well, I'll what? tell you what. That, uh, that you, that, you know, you may be right about that. And in, in, in all fairness, let me ask you a question, sir, respectfully. Uh, you know, you need to check with statistical research and, and, and that sort of thing with insurance companies, not just the states, but but also them. But you, you, you look at these states. Uh, uh, what are what are their what are their what are their, what are the statistics on accidents and this sort of thing? Exactly. And what are the basic fundamentals and principles that's applicable? To yeah, we actually accidents? know that. We know the stats do not well, prove that well inspections then, make a difference. No, you don't know that because no, you haven't checked this. That's stats. not true. I actually have had this well, conversation sir, multiple he's, times. He's blowing I don't mean no disrespect. You guys are good. You mean to guess those movies? Yes. Oh, you want to play that? You, you want to play that game? Sure. Okay, okay. it's a wonderful life. Uh, um, Hang on a second. Hang Edison, on. You, you can't play guess the until clip. You, how do you possibly guess the movie? We haven't played the clip yet. This dude is sharp as a tack. Oh, attack. I thought you just wanted me to name some. Oh, oh no. <laughs> We're going to play a clip yeah, we'll and see it. if you can identify yeah. it. All right. Hey, God bless you guys, but look hey, here. God bless it, you. It ain't nothing wrong with having an a, a inspection, sir. It really is not. I, tell you, I agree. Uh, I, I, when I was, I was 22 when I got out. You know, I put my life on the line, and I put other people's life on the line, but I was younger and I was wilder. Now I'm an older man. I'm 66 years old. And, uh, you know, uh, I look back and I did a lot of foolish things, but respectfully, I, 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 I understand both of you's point of views, but I tell you what, I'm all for safety. Good. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the call. Hey, Thank you, you sir. ready for the – you want well, to play it, a clip? Aye, aye. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, let's see. You know your Christmas movies, right? Let's try well, the – Well, I would like to think so, sir. All right, good. Let's see if you know this one. Stand by. Here we go. Who is it? It's Little Nero, sir. I have your pizza. Leave it on that doorstep and get the hell out of here. All right. What do you think? You know that one? You know, I know who that is, that's voice, but I, I you got me on that one. Oh. I, 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 let me see. Leave it on the doorstep. Um, you got me on that one, man. I'll keep going. I, we'll I, keep going. See if you get it. Hang on. We'll do another. Hey. Let's play on. Um, well, what about the money? What money? Well, you'd have to pay for your pizza, sir. That effect. How much do I owe you? Uh, that'll be eleven eighty, sir. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Cheapskate. Hey, I'm gonna give you to the count of ten to get your ugly. You figured out yet? No, I don't know that one. That's something. That's a contemporary. I'm I'm in more of the classics. I thought I would get you on that one. All right. Th- uh, the name of the movie is Home Alone. Just so you. will Okay. Yep. Well, and if you've I, never I, seen it, watch I've it. I've seen it. I've seen it many times, but uh, you know, and and and, uh, but uh, I, I, you know, uh, Joe Pesci, I really like, but I didn't recognize his voice. Thanks for the call. Appreciate okay, it. But we'll put you on hold. Merry we'll give you an Christmas, honor. Edison. We'll give you an honorary Lee brother bumper sticker. If you want to stay on hold? Thanks, Edison, for the call. Four, okay. Thank you, guys. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Okay, agree with you, Richard. That's phenomenal. I know you like that one. Uh, Oliver and Chester, you're on AM eight twenty WNTW and FM ninety two point seven. 
Hey, how y'all doing now? We're great. How are you, Oliver? Good, buddy. Good. Uh, a little something about your uh, Ralph North from Buddy. Yeah, you know, is our buddy okay? Oh yeah, he's he's uh giving you a little, you know, take your inspection away, and then uh you know giving you a little something, but taking a whole lot more away yeah, from yes, you. That's all, yeah, that, he's that been right, right there. Bust you hard at the gas pump, and I'm not in favor of having a gas increase. To get, no, hell no. Who would be? <laughs> and, 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 and as far as the, as the cigarettes go. Which, you know, the stupidest thing I ever did in my life was start smoking. The only reason to start smoking is because you can be cool. The first pack, like, they killed me, but I was cool. Yeah. But anyway, the bottom line is, Philip Mars, do you realize, I mean, I can't even fathom how much money Philip Mars puts into Virginia. And, and when New York City raised the taxes, you know that fellow that said, "I can't breathe, I can't breathe," and the cops killed him there. Yep. Well, he wouldn't have been out there selling them damn cigarettes for a dollar a piece if the damn tax hadn't been set up so high. Well, it wouldn't. That, that's they, true. they made a law that that that, that made right. it. I think his know, name feasible for somebody to sell a cigarette for a dollar a piece. Right. I think now, his name. I think it, his name was Kevin Gardner, who was the one that was was killed up there in New York over that. Do you have a? Uh, by the way. Quickly, do you have a take on the on state inspection? Are you for it or against it? The inspection, I would say, you know, uh, believe me, I got five vehicles, and it's a pain in the ass, and I got to go up. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be cussing, but anyway, it's, it's a okay. pain, uh, and I need to go up there and get all it. So, so you're for it or against it? Well, I, I mean, every now and then I'm like, you know, you know if y'all miss something – you know, because I'm pretty good mechanic, but every now and then, you know, I, I might miss something, and I like to get my cars, uh, make sure they're in good shape and all that right yep, there. I understand. I've been in Tennessee yep, where yep, there is no exactly. Well, I worked there for 11 months and didn't didn't see a whole lot of difference. So I think I, I think it's safe to say you're probably neutral on on the thing. So thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Well, and, other uh, than other than a lot of these mechanic shops are set up, and they make a lot of money. Maybe half of their business is inspections. I don't know about and that. That seems like, maybe up. it is. Maybe it is. Great, great call. They appreciate it. Up that way. Thank, thank okay. you, sir. Appreciate thank the call. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Green beans rock, Oliver. Four five four thirteen sixty six. More uh, Christmas awesome. trivia and Ebenezer Scrooge. What changed him? All that dead ahead. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven. Gotta go to a break. Great call, Oliver. Tired of talk shows where hosts think they know everything? Call the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. It's Scott's favorite song. <laughs> Usually he's up in the studio breakdancing to this. All right, 454-1366. We are uh, having fun with Christmas movie trivia. Show me that shoulder thing you do. We have a... We have a bunch of gifts available for you if you're really good at your Christmas movies and you can identify them, 454-1366. And please call in and win these gifts because Scott... I'm taking them home. ...thinks he's taking them home. We'll, we'll fight over them. They're very cool gifts, and it's a very cool game that we have. So, All right, so inside Christmas movies, I've noticed they they kind of disguise some of the hidden liberalism that's that's in there. Um I noticed that even on the Charlie Brown's Christmas, which is a one of the best, 
um, there's a little snippet of Charlie Brown's sister that if you hear her talk, you think, my gosh, even Charlie Brown's sister has become a liberal. Here well, is you know Lucy is a big liberal. Well, that's true. Lucy is total, total automatic liberal. liberal. Uh, automatic. Feminist, you know, the whole thing. That's totally who Lucy is. But here's Charlie Brown's sister, quite a bit younger than Charlie Brown, saying this about Santa and the gift she wants. I wasn't that. Just send money. How about tens and twenties? Tens and twenties? Oh, even my baby sister. All I want is what I have coming to me. All I want is my fair share. Hmm. See, Lucy influenced her. All I want is what that's what that's all about. Lucy influencing. You think that little child? Yes, I think so. I I would not let those two kids play together. (laughs) You got to be careful with who you're playing with. If I were Charles Schultz, I would get an eraser and take Lucy out of the picture whenever Charlie Brown's little sister is around. Listen how she says that again at the end. All I want is what I have coming to me. All I want is my fair share. <laughs> is that not exactly. a liberal? All I want is what I have coming to me. All I want is my fair share. Oh, that's great. That's, I kind of feel that way sometimes. Yeah, yeah, don't you? That's so Christmassy. Don't you feel that way yeah. sometimes? No, never. But here's the ultimate. Yes, you do. The ultimate is Ebenezer Scrooge. Now, most thing, most people would say, well, by the definition, his last name Scrooge would imply that he's a liberal. But And that's true, by the way. He definitely is a liberal until his heart changes at the end of the movie, and he has a complete change of direction. And um, the movie's actually, I love A Christmas Carol. I think it's great. But there's this one clip where these people uh, are from a charity organization want Ebenezer Scrooge to donate. This is exactly what a liberal would do when asked this very question. Ebenezer Scrooge is exactly what the left would say. Go. Are you seeking money from me then? Many thousands are in want of common necessaries. Hundreds of thousands are in want of common comforts. Are there no prisons? Plenty of prisons. The workhouses, are they still in operation? They are. I wish I could say they were not. The treadmill, the poor houses, still in full vigor? All very busy, sir. (laughs) I was afraid from what you said that something had stopped them in full force. I don't make merry myself at Christmas. And I can't afford to make idle people marry. <laughs> Is that not the left? I don't make marrying Christmas. And, and I, I can't don't afford, afford to make, make idle people marry. And he also sets the stage that it's the government's role to take care of people, not individuals' role. You see, this is exactly what the Democrats on the stage last night are thinking. They're all Ebenezer Scrooge before their hearts changed. Please continue, Eb. My taxes help to support the public institutions, which I have mentioned. And they cost enough. Those who are badly off must go there. Many can't go there, and many would rather die. If they would rather die, perhaps they had better do so and uh, decrease the surplus population. Surely you don't mean that, sir. With all my heart. Unbelievable. Go about your business, gentlemen, and allow me to go about mine. Tell me that's not the way the liberals think. That's exactly how they think. Oh, that should have been a bought <laughs> Thank you. You stole it right out of You stole it right from me. That's exactly how they think. That is I, I hate to say it, but the the compassion of the American people is greater than the liberal Ebenezer Scrooges. The compassion of the American people the, let me rephrase that. The compassion of the conservative American is unstoppable. It is not the role 
of the federal government or even the state government to take care of people. It is the role of family, friends, neighbors, churches, communities. That is how you take care of people. Ebenezer Scrooge is exactly the Democrat candidates on the stage last night. You heard every bit of what would be a campaign slogan for the left. Aren't there still churches? Aren't there still the the poor houses? Aren't my taxes being used for things? I'm not going to give anything. Look at the charity compared from liberals to conservatives. Look at the amount of giving between the two. There, there's no comparison. Conservatives give far more right. than the liberals do. No, no question about that. That's that, a statistical fact. How did Big Joe do it in the debates last night? Fine. Normal. He got all worked up over one issue, and that was it. Did he get all screwed up? Eh, a little bit. Just not much, though. He did actually good in that regard. Now, here's another liberal for you. This is Cousin Eddie. My cousin-in-law, whose heart is bigger than his brain. I appreciate that, Clark. <laughs> whose heart is bigger than his brain. Now, that is the definition of a liberal. His heart is bigger than his brain. And they actually think it's a good thing. So liberals will go just Sometimes like Cousin Sometimes it Eddie. is a good thing. Sometimes it is a good thing. Rarely. Depending without a brain. on what you're talking about, sometimes it is do a good thing. Do we have to argue about everything? Why am I yes, going? we do, oh, because we're point. brothers, that's and that's how we roll. Fair enough. Four, five, I'm four, taking 13, your pen now. 66. But I'm showing it to you, so it's not theft. 454-1366. Four, four, Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. See, somehow this thing got... Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. City on the James. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left, left, is Richard Lee. Hey, thanks for joining us on this last show before Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! 454-1366 is our continued movie trivia. We've got a stack of gifts for you if you can call in and identify your favorite Christmas movie. You will get a free book, a free Declaration of Independence or Bill of Rights or uh, Honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. Actually, all of them combined together. Who knows? And please call in and play this game with us because it's so much fun. 454-1366. All right. Can we just get a little bit of bad news here? Actually, not bad news, but interesting news. That is, Don't uh, do bad news on Christ- the Christmas Friday. Okay. It's, it's interesting news. Let's just say that. Because it's, the, you know, the climate change conversation is very... Uh, it's not going to matter when that that uh, volcano out there in Yellowstone breaks. It's not going to make okay. a bit of a difference right. at all. That, 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 the, all that the ash is going to completely encompass the earth. Perfect. Uh, and it could kill us all. Meanwhile, the, the meanwhile the nature Nazis of old are exposing themselves. This Here's is, the good news. It hasn't erupted yet. Just they're expecting it any day. So what happens Outstanding. is before before I get into the, into uh, into that, I want to I want to tell you that the nature Nazis have exposed what their real agenda is. The agenda is absolutely frightening. It showed up in Mother Jones magazine this week, and these people are calling for not just normal 
every day wash and throw your things away or keep the earth you clean. You take Mother Jones magazine? No. I take on, Mother Smith so, magazine. So essentially what ends up happening is these people are calling for confiscation and government mandates. It'll blow your mind. 454-1366. We have someone on the line? Yeah. You didn't hear him? Kathy from Prince George, you're on AM820, WNTW, and FM92.7. Welcome to the program. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Kathy, do you want to play movie trivia? Sure. Outstanding. Are you an expert in Christmas movies? I would not call myself an expert, but I think I'm a pretty good guesser. Good. Got it. Okay, so let me just think I about I knew the that. last one, and I never even saw that movie, but anyway. Wow, really? All right, so yeah. let, me just, let me just think about the level of, um, of uh, I want <laughs> no, to throw just this at you. play one. Come on. No, I'm going to make it hard for her. Kathy. He wants to make want it hard for you, so if he does, I'm going to give you the answer, and bingo, you're a winner. All right, here, here's <laughs> one. I would consider this extremely easy, Kathy, so okay. are, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Dad, that thing wouldn't fit in our yard. That was it. Did you hear it? Um, I, I missed the first part of it. Okay. Sent- That's all we played, by the way, was the first part. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that's, that's, I mean, it was a little kid, and I heard him say something about in the yard. Yeah, okay. I'll play it again. Here play we go. the whole thing. Dad, that thing wouldn't fit in our yard. Not going in our yard, Russ. Okay, so Russ gives it away. That's got to be... Christmas vacation. It Bingo. is. It is indeed. <laughs> that was annoying, Richard. But Kathy, <laughs> thank con- you. Congratulations. Thank you, very much. Uh, you are the winner. So we have a couple Woo! things for you here. You have. Uh, I have the Bill of Rights in my hand. If you would like that, it's very cool. Or I've got uh, a choice of four books: jo- uh, a book on uh, George W. Bush, uh, education Ooh. myths, uh, reasons to vote Democrats, or Dave Ramsey's book, The Total Money Makeover, or an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. But we'll throw it in the book. Which one do you want? If you want a lot of, if you want some scrap paper, I would get the uh, reasons to vote Democrat. No, I don't want that one. Um, did you say the book was by George Bush or about George? It's Bush? about George Bush, called Decision Points. It's actually good. Decision Points. What was? The, I think I'm interested in the education one. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Education myths. It's, yeah, because uh, I actually work in the public school system. Okay, you're getting oh, this book. very cool. You're you absolutely get an honorary book. Lee Brother bumper sticker. Okay. We'll throw that in there. Kathy, thank you for participating. Stay on hold, and uh, we'll make sure okay. you get that book, okay? Absolutely. Merry Christmas, Kathy. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, 454-1366. You, too, can play movie trivia. That's right. Christmas movie trivia. Come on down. You're the next <laughs> contestant on Let's Play Movie Trivia. This is... Kathy uh, won a very nice book. You can, too. 454-1366. All right, back to this this climate war effort real quick. Let me just give you the gist of this. It'll blow, it'll blow your mind. Here's what Mother Jones climate is saying. Climate war. If existing technologies like wind, solar, and nuclear... Get us only halfway to our goal, then other half would seem to require cutting back on energy consumption. There's an admission right there. You're going to have to cut back, Richard. You're just going to have to. We're all going to have to cut back because when our power bills go to twelve hundred dollars a month, that's the plan. <laughs> all you're going to, you know, 
people are going to be plugging their refrigerator for 15 minutes and unplugging it and hoping it stays cool for the next 45, plugging it back in in 15 minutes. Nobody's going to be able to afford a power bill like that. Nobody. It's the result of the climate change. I'm going to move beside you. And I'm going to run extension cords. That's all I can say, brother. That is the result if the nature Nazis get their way. Exactly right. Here's what else. And that's not not a joke. That's not something I'm making up. Well, listen to what they admit to here in Mother Jones magazine. This is essentially what they're saying is voluntary personal cutbacks will not work. Here's what they say. The real issue is only large-scale government action can significantly reduce carbon emissions. Wow. And what that means is your power bill is going to go over $1,000 a month for a typical three-bedroom home, three bedrooms, two baths, little rancher, $1,000 to $1,200 a month. And that's not exaggerating. It's not a bunch of hula. It gets worse. That's real. It gets worse. They will force you to reduce energy consumption. But here's the worst part. Here's what Mother Jones is saying. They're still going to charge you over $1,000 a month yeah, but listen, with, with a reduction in energy use. The average household, this is what Mother Jones is saying. This is consistent with liberal climate uh, change people. The average household needs to pare down to one car. This is a government mandate they're asking for. If it's an SUV or sports car, get rid of it. You need a small, high-mileage vehicle and drive no more than 10,000 miles a year. This is the mandate that's coming. That's for your whole family, 10,000 miles a year. You need to cut way back on heating and cooling. You need to live in a house no bigger than 1,000 square feet. You need to buy way less stuff, about half of what you buy now. Mother Jones just admitted what is coming. This is unbelievable. It's the most amazing admittance I've ever heard, and that's what they want. By force and of if government. this is what you want, all you have to do is put the right people in office. Put That's a right. bunch of liberal pukes in, in, in the government up in D.C., Pukeville, <laughs> you know. Pukeville. If you, if you put a ton of pukes up there, you're going to puke when you start getting the bills. You've got to cut back on your power, yet you're still going to be paying $1,000 a month. Right. You got to have a a small a thousand high house. mileage. It's going to be over a thousand dollars a month for power. A thousand square foot house. They're going to demand yes, that from government. Exactly. Mandate. You know, if you've got a forty two hundred square foot home, you've worked a long time, you've been successful in your business, and you've bought a nice big house. It's going to be for sale, or you're going to be living with three or four other families. Hey, that's what happened in Cuba. Mother Does that Jones, sound yeah. like something you want? Because liberal liberalism means socialism. <laughs> it does. It means, and socialism is, it's kind of like if you compared two churches, um, Episcopalian to the Catholic. Episcopalian church is like a laid-back Catholic church, in a sense. Socialism is a laid-back communism. <laughs> and... <laughs> If they come around and knock on your door and say, wow. You have two cars. Nice home. What's the bus doing out there? Oh, those are your uh, <laughs> other families who have come to Let live with something. you. What you're talking about is That's what, very what, real. Is, this very is what real. I try to tell the left. Doesn't and get you it. own a business, right? Yeah. Where are the keys? Because we want to 
go inventory. For the sake of the uh, planet, mind you. This is because the planet needs to be saved. We've got to save this planet, so we're taking your company. You can still work there, and we'll pay you a a fair minimum wage. This is what And we'll make sure you have food to eat, food that we dictate you're going to eat. That's why it's always scared me. that's That's what happened in Cuba. Fidel Castro took over. He shows up at these big plantation homes, these people that own farms, and say, hey, this house will hold four families. You're just one family. Here's your other three families. You know, here's Eduardo and Ricardo. And that's why this is scary. Mother Jones has just admitted that climate change is coming after you, your freedom. Come on, people, wake up to that. People need to wake up to that because... Scary stuff. It's, it's very. This is a scary world in which we live. All right. Then on another note, this is much more. Now let's get back to happy time. I don't know. This isn't really that happy. It's a, Christmas. A consumer group in New York is upset about a toy maker. Hasbro, you see, is selling assault style Nerf guns. Assault style Nerf guns. And I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> oh, I, I, I have had. A home invasion before in my home. I had a home invasion. There was eight of them. Yeah. And when they got through, I had little cones stuck all over my face and all over the walls and everything. They assaulted me with Nerf guns. <laughs> they were all six to eight years old. It was a birthday party. They come charging in, and they open up on everyone. Can you believe? Women screaming. It was complete turmoil. People running everywhere. I'm laying in the floor. Covered. I had laughing my head off. But anyway, I'm covered in these these pellets. And then at the end of the invasion, I had to pick up all those little things. Because Hasbro. they said, you're the one that bought all those stinking guns for that boy and all his friends. See, it, my son had every Nerf gun in existence made at it, that time. Isn't that awesome? And after this Christmas, he's going to have the Big Mac Daddy one. They're advertising. You've seen? This? I suspect he's going to have. Well, he's gotten the Mac Daddy one every Christmas for years. You know, I, I suspect he's going to get a Nerf gun. The dangers. Poor Hasbro. Hasbro makes this automatic new Nerf gun that holds twenty-five. How should we say this? Soft darts. But in some people's mind, they're bullets. So twenty-five. Call them something. That's, you know, they're they're calling that a, a a toy assault gun. They are exactly what they're. You calling know, make that. one with a hundred, and I'll listen to you. <laughs> you that know, would be unbelievable. Make one with a hundred, and I'll listen to you while I'm shooting my Nerf gun with a hundred bullets. This consumer group is asking Hasbro to stop selling assault style weapons. <laughs> To children. Yeah. This is a joke. Uh, you know, Come I've, on, people. I've seen criminals going down the street with uh, an, a multicolored assault gun. <laughs> it had every color in the rainbow on it, and it was loaded with darts. 50 bullets. I mean, come on, people. It's absurd. It's Get absurd. a life. No kidding. All right, coming Four up. guns have been around since the beginning of time. The ultimate Christmas gift is next on your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 93.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Could it be? Already? 
It is here. Waiting was hard. The excitement was too great. Oh, the buildup. The shopping is done. The gifts wrapped. It is here. Christmas Day. Oh, glorious, wonderful Christmas. Run, he thought. I must hurry. What could be there? What will be wrapped under the tree? Will it be a new bike? The game he asked for. His football. Or a baseball bat and glove. Is this the year? Is this the year perhaps the ultimate gift? The gift he didn't even think to ask for. He rounded the corner. And there it was. Christmas had come. It was just how he imagined. Exactly. The lights were on. Fireplace was lit. Stockings stuffed full. The gifts. The tree couldn't cover them. They were stacked everywhere. Surely this is the year of the ultimate gift. He ripped. He tore. Went through one gift to another and to another. He got the bat, the glove, the bike, and so much more. He opened them all. Christmas has come. But wait, is it over? He searched and searched. The presents were all opened. Christmas was over. But something is missing. Is there, is there an ultimate gift he is missing? Maybe, maybe Christmas is something more. Something more than just trees, garland, and lights. More than gifts, toys, and food. More than rushing, shopping, and buying. What if it's not the bigger box or the more expensive toy or the excitement of something new? Perhaps, perhaps the gift that doesn't come under a tree or even a wrap gift at all. No amount of toys or wrap boxes made a difference. It wasn't something that all the toys in the world could fill. The elusive ultimate gift must be, it must be a gift that he didn't know he wanted. It was then he noticed the star, the star on top of the tree. It was the star. It points the way, the way to the ultimate gift, a gift not under a tree, but in a manger, a gift for mankind, God incarnate. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, the ultimate gift to mankind. The giddy joy of Christmas should not end at adulthood. May you run down Christmas morning and open the ultimate gift the world has ever received. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers.
Mornings on 820 WNTW. Christmas, the best time of the year. Ho, ho, ho. That's an opinion. <laughs> Foisted upon what? That it's the best time of year? Mankind. Oh. It's also the meanest time of year. People get mean this time of year. Oh. You know that. Yeah, they race for parking spaces. They yeah. race for the last toy on the shelf. They just, they race for the last item in a grocery store. I would hope. People get mean. I would hope that this year, this Christmas, is more than just those things. You it should would. work in November to hone your karate skills so you don't have a problem with the mean people in the <laughs> in grocery store, in, in the toy store, in December. You know, General, the, the drivers, we you know, all stop know. at a stoplight, get out and... Hoo-ah! You know, we all know the real meaning of Christmas and what it's about and what it's for and the importance of it. But it's also the a same time to day. get angry. The same day, time to get mad. December twenty fifth changed the course of American history. Many people have forgotten that on Christmas Day in seventeen seventy six, George Washington did something amazing. He literally months before had thirty thousand troops in New York. He was pushed out of New York City, through New Jersey, into Pennsylvania, and left with five thousand men. Five thousand men to shop for. Half but he did it. He got all of them gifts. Yeah. By the way, half those men could not fight. The remaining 2,500 left a trail of blood through the snow. Just kidding. On December 25th, 1776. You make it so serious. Well, it was. Then it changed the course of American history. Yes, it did. So Washington did something that probably no one would think to do on December 25th. Is that is he took that ragtag 2,500 men that had no shoes and wanted to cross the Delaware River to attack professionally trained soldiers designed to kill him at Trenton. It was so urgent that night that the password was victory or death, because if they did not change what had happened, they had literally the Revolutionary War would have lost and ended that same year. The Declaration of Independence was signed. I would have taken a bullet for him. Somebody did, in fact. Multiple people did. But on that day, but on December 25th, 1776, Washington took those 2,500 men, surprised Hessian soldiers at Trenton, and won. The very next day, they had 15,000 troops sign up and re-changed the direction of the Revolutionary the War. The course of the war. And the course of American history. Was changed in the course of American history. And we are independent today. Thanks. December 25th to George. means a lot to a lot of people in, in many ways. The birth of Christ. Big guy. But December 25th means a lot to us here in this country on what happened on that very day yes, in 1776. It, it is the very reason that we're able to celebrate Christmas even at the end here of 2019. It was also Jesus' birthday. So we wish and you... God was with those troops. Indeed. Actually, Washington called it divine providence, how it all worked out. Amen. Check us out at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Louis Brothers. It takes you directly to our page where you'll find what Christmas is really about, a real Virginia hero and the U.S. Navy band talking about Christmas. That is at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Merry Christmas from us for sure. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you and your family have a very Merry Christmas. If you're traveling out of town, you're going to mute somewhere. Please take your time. 
Don't be in a hurry and don't rush. And we'll see you after Christmas right here on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad.